0: Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. Happy weekend, everybody. It's uh, it's Sunday, May 22nd. Recording this later than planned, but just a busy weekend. I hope everybody's doing good. Remember to hit the subscribe button if you're new here. I'm Pat, and I'm hosting our New Japan coverage for the Best of the Super Junior 29 tournament, which is currently ongoing. You're here for nights three and four. We're going to be recapping the shows and reviewing them. Just giving our thoughts, or I, just, I don't even know why I'm saying our, it's mine. I'm the only one doing it for us, so. Uh, and go over the predictions for our group, as, uh, as we have been in the past. I want to thank, I believe, uh, I don't want to get this person's name wrong. Let me pull it up real quick before I, uh, before I say it. But while I'm pulling this up, again, remember to subscribe to the podcast. It helps us out. Uh, be sure to comment. Let us know who has stood out to you in the Best of the Super Juniors. Tell me who your favorite or what your favorite match is. Who you think has been disappointing? Who you think is going to win? Whatever you want to do, comment down below. And uh, shout out to Jay. Uh, J-A-E. A E. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce your name. You commented on our first Best of the Super Juniors video, so just giving you a shout out. I want to thank you for that. Thank you. Um, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast, whether you're listening on YouTube or the podcast feeds over on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher. Google, Overcast, Apple, wherever you are. If you're on Spotify and Apple, be sure to leave a review uh, for the podcast. You can help us with the algorithm. Help us grow as we continue to try and grow over on YouTube, which we're doing decently right now. So, again, but if you're listening to this and you're not subscribed, please consider doing so already as we push towards 150 subscribers. That'd be really nice. So, uh, if you want to help us out, that's a great way too. Um, You'll get our New Japan coverage, you'll get our AEW coverage, and our Impact Wrestling coverage. So, plenty of stuff. But we're just going to dive right in trying to stay up to date here i apologize for the delay but i'm trying to get these nights out to make sense so nights one and two are together so if you go back um in the playlist if you're listening this in the playlist um or wherever you're listening to if you're on youtube for the channel or if you're on any of the podcast streamers and go back and you can find our review for night one and two or nights one and two of the best of the super juniors as well as our predictions for the entire tournament if you want you can listen to that uh, but this is going to be for nights three and 4 going to break it up, um, if for some reason you want to just skip ahead to night four, I'll put a timestamp stamp down in the episode description, and you can just jump to episode, to night four I should say, um, and then we're going to take care of night five tomorrow morning, I have to take my cat to the vet in the morning, so I'm going to, I still haven't watched night five, I haven't gotten the results spoiled, so gonna drop my cat off, then come back home in the early morning, watch Best of the Super Junior's Night 5, and then get a review out for that, I guess, and then I believe, um, on Tuesday is when we go to, um, uh, whatchamacallit, we have, um, (laughs) sorry, uh, Tuesday is when the next night is, I think, because we've done nights 1 and 2, we're doing 3 and 4 now, um, and then, oh, wait, no, sh- so, sorry. I've watched nights one through five. got to watch six. So I'm going to watch six tomorrow morning, and then I'll, I'll do a review for night five and six, and then we get to the second portion of the tournament where it's all block matches happening. So then I'll have reviews for each of the tournament nights just one at a time, since it's just going to be ten matches or whatever uh, each night. So sorry for the confusion, but so again, nights one and two have happened. We did our prediction before that. This is three and four, five and six will be out on Monday. Uh, So it might be out when you're listening to this. Anyways, let's just dive in so I stop confusing myself. Um, So Wednesday, May 18th, uh, we had night three of the tournament. Um, And again, last time on the the last podcast, I didn't go through all of the the pre-match or pre-show tag matches, whatever you want to call them um just went over the results of them so gonna do the same here so tiger mask and nakashima defeated fujita and oiwa um, in the first matchup we had Jado, tenzan and Wado defeating dick togo gato and el phantasmo and then we had robbie eagles titan and wheeler yuda defeating Takamichinoku, el desperado and doki our tournament matches for this were yo versus clark connors ace austin versus yoshinobu Kanamaru. Alexane versus Show, Taguchi versus Ishimori and Hiromu Takahashi versus Francesco Akira. So we're going to start at the beginning here with Clark Connors versus Yo in our opening tournament match of the night. Um I do want to say I really enjoyed um, Clark Connors and Ace Austin from the first night of the tournament. I also enjoyed Show versus Ishimori. Um so heading into this, these two guys I was looking forward to seeing against each other, and I, I enjoyed what they did. Um, again, I really think Clark is, is has shot, like, in his two tournament matches thus far, um, at least up to this point. Um, he has really, you know, impressed me quite a bit. Um, it's nice seeing him back in proper New Japan, you know, back in Japan and not just being on New Japan Strong. Um, and I just, I, I like him as a competitor. I like his intensity, I like his energy. Um, and then you have Yo, who I did predict to win this entire tournament we'll see if that comes to fruition um you know i did have him losing on his uh his first night which i did get correct against ishimori uh i did have clark Connors beating him as an upset here i was hoping that you know yo was going to get off to a rough start and then make a comeback push that wasn't the case he did end up beating Yo um clark here with the direct drive but it was a good match i thought that these two you know had a nice little chemistry here um, I do hope Clark gets a win in this tournament. I don't really know who I'd have him beat. Um, you could have him get, like, an upset maybe over Ishimori or Hiromu as, like, a big shock win. But, I don't know. Um, I hope he gets a win. Uh, I, I, again, I really like what I've seen from him. But, uh, yeah, Yo picked up the win here with the direct drive. I thought this was a solid little opener for the, uh, for the tournament matches on this night um moving on we have ace austin versus yoshinobu kanemaru kanemaru i'll always say it i think this guy's still very underrated i know he's had a a decently long career but i i enjoy him anytime i see him wrestle and ace austin absolutely adore this man um he is so good in impact he is so good in new japan so far um out of the outsiders like the outsiders or new faces in the tournament this year ace austin is definitely the guy who's impressed me in his run so far the most I just think he is a great performer all around. I think he has great charisma. His in-ring work is great. The crowds really seem to be reacting to him, which is awesome. So I'm hopeful that we get to see more of Ace Austin down the line, Um, whether it's in Best of the Super Juniors in future years or challenging for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. uh, Whatever it is, I would like to see more of Ace. Um, But I thought these two, again, had really solid chemistry, similarly with uh, Ace and Clark in the first match on um, night one so i i was a big fan of this this wasn't too long but i thought it worked perfectly fine for what they needed to do um and again i just really really like watching ace austin wrestle for whatever it's worth um and i thought he did really solid here uh against kanemaru the the seasoned vet and he got the win he won with the fold which means ace is now two and oh in the tournament um and again up to this point i know nights five and six have happened and i have seen night five but for the sake of the tournament Um, he is undefeated up to this point. Um, so again, out of these first two matches, if you're going to watch one of these, I would recommend Ace versus Kanemaru, but Yo versus Clark wasn't bad by any means. Alex Zane took on show. Um, man, I really don't know how to feel about show. Uh, I want to like him, but there's just something about the way that he like him in the house of torture do their stick and it's, it exists. It's nothing special for me. It's just, like, I get what they're doing. Like, I get it's just Bullet Club shenanigans. But it's just... Show had so much promise. And everybody always talked about how Show looked so much more promising than, than Yo. But, like, it just feels like all of that momentum has kind of stopped with his heel turn. And I just... It kind of sucks to see. Um, I hope that one day we can get back to Show looking like a proper future star. But currently, he just, like... Anytime I see the guy, I'm just like... I, I wish he wasn't saddled with this um i thought him and alex zane had a fine match i didn't think it was anything too spectacular um i think zane i like alex zane i don't know if i would say anything he's done in this tournament has been super impressive to me um he had to sell his ass off here because they're working um you know ishimori trying to injure the guy um with his i think his left arm. Um, just, it, this didn't really do much for me, but Alexane won with the taco driver, uh, which means Alexane is also 2 0, and, and show is 0 2. So, what a time to be alive if you're a show fan. Taguchi versus Ishimori here. Uh, we had some Sendai Boys nonsense with Ishimori and uh, Taguchi, with Taguchi trying to get it out of him. This was a, a match. Um, we got to see plenty of uh ass from Taguchi so if you're an ass fan you got plenty of, you got like full moon from him at the finish here when he got rolled up um <laughs> I, I this isn't a match I would recommend this isn't something I'd be like man you should go out of your way to see this definitely uh, out of the four matches so far Ace Austin and Kanemaru and, and Clark and Yo you should absolutely watch Zayn and Show, you can probably skip Taguchi and Ishimori you can skip uh, Taguchi lost here with Ishimori going to 2-0 and Taguchi going 0-2. And that would send us to the main event for, uh, night three, which is Hiromu Takahashi taking on Francesco Akira. I thought this was, I was somebody who was a bit critical of, uh, Akira's first match in the tournament. I thought he looked so much better, uh, against Hiromu. And that might just be the opponent, but he just looked way more comfortable in this match. And all of his moves felt like they made sense. Whereas in his first match, I just, um... I just felt like there was something about the pacing and the way he was structuring his moveset. It just didn't really work for me. I thought in this match, everything looked just much cleaner, much smoother. Just felt like, again, he had a match like under his belt and like in front of this New Japan crowd. And, you know, here I thought he just looked a lot better. So um, I, I want to say Hiromu helped out with that. But, you know, it might have just been that this guy needed to get his foot in the water um absolutely you should go seek this match out I thought this was really fun really great stuff I thought again Francesco looked really good even in defeat here Hiromu won with the time bomb too but um this is a match where you can see that like you can see the potential in Francesco and you can see why they have positioned him as like kind of a big deal with how they debuted him um and having him be Osprey's like protege um so I'm excited to see the future of this guy. He's still really young, I think. Um, I don't know his age off the top of my head. Let me look it up if I can find it. Um, but I'm excited to see where he goes. Uh, he is only 22. So, yeah, again, very young. Um, and I'm, It's so interesting to see, like, because United Empire has TJP. Um and francesco i still don't really know if aussie open are supposed to be juniors like a junior tag team or a heavyweight tag but um they got i mean they got francesco as like a junior for the future and they got the veteran with tjp so i'll be interested to see if they put them as a junior tag team to go after the uh the junior tag belts, since those really feel like they need some fresh blood going for those but yeah um i thought this was great you should definitely go seek this out so from night three just to verify yeah so night three i would recommend seeing ace austin and kanemaru and francesco versus Heroma was like your two must-see matches and then if you want to watch another one yo versus clark you can 100 skip alex zane and show and you can uh, you can a thousand percent skip uh, skip taguchi and ishimori um but so coming out of this night we had um yo one and one clark connor's zero oh and two ace austin two and zero, oh. yoshinobu kanemaru zero oh and two Alex Zane 2-0, Sho 0-2, Taguchi 0-2, Ishimori 2-0, Hiromu 2-0, and Francesco Akira 1-1. And that would send us in to our next night for Best of the Super Juniors, which is um, night four from B-Block. And moving into night four for the tournament, we kicked off with our typical pre-tournament match tags. So we had Tenzan teaming with Yo, with the two of them defeating Takamichi Nogu and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Jado Taguchi, Clark Connors, and Alex Zane defeating the team of Dick Togo, Gato, Show, and Taiji Ishimori. And Tiger Mask and Ace Austin losing to Shingo Takagi and Hiromu Takahashi. I do want to say... I don't know when or how it would happen, but I would love to see Ace Austin and Shingo wrestle. That would be be quite the time. Our tournament matches, we would have. uh, Kicking things off for B-Block, we'd have Wheeler Yuta taking on Doki. Um, Wheeler Yuta, off to an interesting start. I thought his match with Robbie Eagles was good, not great. I thought it was an interesting thing to work for both guys, because they're both very exciting wrestlers. I didn't think it was the most exciting match, which... To be fair, I think may have been done since Yuta's representing the ROH Pure Division in this, as well as AEW. But they worked more of a technical style match, I felt. Um, and it was interesting to see, you know, Yuta drop a loss immediately in the tournament. Um, not complaining, um, but, you know, interesting nonetheless. Um, he'd face off against Doki here. Doki, you know, still one of the more underrated guys in New Japan, especially in the Junior Division. I thought these two clicked. I thought these two had a solid opening match here. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, again, I'm a huge Wheeler Yuta fan, and I'm a huge Doki fan, so uh, seeing these two guys go at it, I was, I was quite satisfied. Um, nothing too super spectacular, but just a, a solid match, um, and Wheeler Yuta would win um, with whatever his little thing is, the, the seatbelt clutch or the seatbelt, whatever it is. Uh, he picked up the win. We had Titan versus L. Lindemann, and, okay, so, Titan, I think he's cool. I'm hoping that he can get something going in this tournament. L. Lindemann, on the other hand, I, I like, I've seen the man wrestle in person before because he wrestled at the first AEW show I went to back in their Philly debut in 2019, October of 2019. Um, that was the only time I'd ever seen the guy wrestle, aside from if he had, like, appeared on any of the AEW shows beforehand, his Stronghearts or whatever, um, and then again hadn't seen him because strong hearts disappeared uh, when the pandemic happened uh hadn't seen him wrestle since he comes into this tournament i am loving everything i'm seeing with this guy i think he is such a good dive over the top rope um as, like plancha or whatever it is and i just like i like the way he looks i like the way he wrestles uh so you can i'll say it now i really love l lindemann um, I was happy to see him get the win here. Again, I like Titan a lot, or, um, or Titan, whatever. I don't know how they exactly what it's supposed to be, but I like both of them. I really like L. Lindemann, though, so I'm hoping that as we get deeper into this tournament, he can have some big standout performances. Um, and, yeah, uh, L. Lindemann got the win here, um, and I was, again, satisfied with this. Out of these first two matches, I'd probably say uh, Lindemann versus Titan would be the one I would recommend. But, um, yeah. Uh, l Lindemann, love the guy titan seems cool and uh from the first match wheeler Yuta, i think he's you know showing that he's a very technical or technically sound guy and doki got to have a good little match to open the show robbie eagles versus bushy i will live and die on the hill that i think bushy is just such <laughs> a boring wrestler uh i feel like i very rarely ever care about bushy matches i'm just gonna be honest Uh, And this was not different. Uh, I will say I was a bit surprised that he got the win, but um, it it is what it is, I guess. Uh, He won with the MX. Sure. Uh, I mean, I guess he needed a win. I just, like, I don't get the hype. I don't think many—I mean, I don't even want to say there is hype. I don't really know many people that are like, ah— Bushi is my favorite wrestler. Bushi's my favorite junior division guy. Like he has cool masks. I'm never going to take that away from him cuz he does. And he's had good matches in the past. I just don't care about him as a wrestler. Like no offense. Like I'm sure the guy he's like a fine person. I just couldn't like I don't care when I watch him. I just like bleh. It's it's nothing to me. So, uh him winning over Eagles? Sure. It's early enough in the tournament. I it's not like Bushi's going to the finals or anything. So, it's fine. That would send us to our semi-main event, which was Master Watto versus El Phantasmo. Um, I still absolutely love El Phantasmo. I just love the charisma he has. I love the way just such... He's like the biggest douche, biggest dickhead in wrestling. Um, just, I mean, maybe not as like MJF, but MJF is just like heinously evil. El Phantasmo is just fucking annoying, um, but in a really good way. Um, Master Watto, I you know, I will say, I thought he looked pretty solid here against El Fantasmo. This wasn't, like, greatest match of all time, but I like I feel like Watto is improving. Um, or has already, I guess, improved since, you know, I mean, he's definitely improved since his debut. I think he looks less goofy than he did. They've toned it down a bit. He still has work to be done i'm not sure how old he is um i am actually curious here do we have his birth okay so he's still pretty young he's born in 97 um so still actually very young um so it's not like he's ruined or anything i think work needs to be done with him i do think eventually we need to drop this master Wato gimmick and give him something else if they really want to salvage him as like a serious future competitor but maybe they don't want that maybe they just you know Everybody can't be a main event talent. Some guys just got to be there. So Master Watto, he serves his role. Um, But yeah, in-ring wise, I'd say he's improving. Um, I just think there's still more work to be done, but I can sit through a Master Watto match and not be like laughing at how goofy he looks or just that he's bad. So we've made some progress. Uh, thankfully, he did take the loss here. El Phantasmo did, in fact, beat Master Wado with the CR2. That's all that matters. Um, you know, maybe in a few years, maybe like two years from now, we'll come back and see where Wado's at in the best of the Super Juniors tournament. Because um, I'm sure he won't be a heavyweight by then. If he is, I don't even want to know what Master Wado the heavyweight looks like. But um, El Phantasmo, I'm still very intrigued, very intrigued about El Phantasmo's future. Um, you know, he's, he's working a lot in impact. He's, I'm not saying he's leaving new Japan. I'm just, he's working a lot in impact. Um, he's working in new Japan proper again. Um, and he, he has teased of like saying he has a plan and it's bigger than AJ, bigger than Kenny, bigger than Devitt. So again, one has to assume that he is planning a split at some point from bullet club, um, either with House of Torture or to take over Bullet Club to, to you know, have a coup on Jay. Um, who knows? Again, because, like, we know House of Torture and Bullet Club. I don't think these two factions are going to stay together. I do think they are going to split at some point. It's just a matter of where people land. El Phantasmo does not really fit with House of Torture. But at the same time, if House of Torture is just evil Dick Togo showing Yujiro Takahashi nobody's gonna take it seriously so you might want to consider you know moving some pieces around you have Phantasma, you have juice you have the good brothers you have jay um you have Falle and chase um you have gato like you have people you can move around and jay has said and you have chris bay as well um and you've had jay mention at wrestling duntaku when he was leaving that he has more surprises up his sleeves and that we haven't seen anything yet so We could, you know, potentially see some more new faces come into Bullet Club or old faces coming back. Um, I guess we'll see. But I'm curious to see, like, in a few years or even a few months, like, what is El Phantasmo up to? Should we expect him to move to the heavyweight division sometime soon? Um, Is he going to go after the, you know, junior heavyweight title at some point? I don't know. But i'm excited again i'm a very big el phantasmo fan i just think the guy is so good in the ring he's great at what he does at getting heat at being entertaining while doing so um i just think he's a joy to watch as a just a really annoying like heel so um and that would send us to our main event which was el desperado versus tjp everybody can have their opinion about tjp is the person tjp is the wrestler however this man is so gifted he is way too good um, he's just so smooth, everything he does looks really good, I, uh, I don't know, it's just like, it sucks that he just seems to be kind of a shithead, but I, like, I can't deny the guy is so talented in the ring, he's just very, very technically sound, and Desperado, he's a goat, we all know this, um, I thought that these guys had really solid chemistry, um... I, I can't, you know, I can't give TJP shit when he does good in this tournament. You know, taking all other factors outside of this away. I just thought he did really solid here. Um, I thought him and Desperado had a good, good main event. Not, again, not blow away or anything. Um, I wouldn't say this was as good as Francesco versus Hiromu from the night before. But I enjoyed this. I will say that. I think Desperado is off to a strong start for his tournament. I also think TJP is off to a decently strong start for his tournament um so yeah um desperado won with the pinche loco which sends him to 2-0 i think desperado is going to have a very strong run in this tournament uh and i think he does have a very strong chance of winning it i'm still holding out hope that my pick for yo gets it i just want something new i guess i don't know it just felt like el desperado and Hiromu have been the focal point of the junior division for the past two years or so. I just want something new. um I like. I understand that it seems like Hiromu wants to be like the ace of the junior division, who's just kind of there, um, and Desperado seems pretty content here. But like, both guys are so good, and they could be doing so much more. Um, and you have like, if you look at the roster in this tournament, and yeah, some of them are like not regular New Japan people, but New Japan has a working relationship with Impact NAW. Like very strong ones where you can bring over some of their guys, um, and vice versa, you can send you know your talent over there as well. Especially with borders opening up and everything, so it's not like they're at like a a loss here. It's not like the depth of the junior division is like gone. Like you have plenty of talented people here. Um, so I'm I'm just hopeful that in the coming months or whatever, that we get some variety with the junior division. And it's not just the El Desperado Hiromu show. Um, so yeah. Uh coming out of night four here, just uh we have Wheeler Yuta is uh one in one, Doki one and one, Titan, 0 and two, El Lindeman one in one, Robbie Eagles one and one, Bushi, one and one, Master Wado, oh and two, uh El Phantasmo, uh two and zero, Desperado, two and zero, and TJP one and one. So yeah, so that's nights three and four for the best of the super juniors tournament. Um like I said, trying to keep these organized to the point that it makes sense. So I did one and two, so you can go back and catch our review and recap for nights 1 and 2 of the Best of the Super Juniors. You can check out our preview and prediction show for the whole thing if you want that. Um and then 5 and 6 have happened. I've only watched 5, so tomorrow when I'm recording this is uh still Sunday. So uh tomorrow, which is Monday morning, I'm going to be watching night 6 uh, or day 6, whatever you want to call it, and then reviewing the two of those together and then when we get to the double block nights i'm just gonna be doing those one at a time um so hopefully that makes sense so remember if you're new here subscribe to the podcast on the podcast feeds wherever you know streaming your podcasts are deep state wrestling podcast you can look it up find us there if you're on youtube subscribe leave a comment leave a like just help us with the algorithm it helps every comment every like helps so again, comment your favorite matches of the tournament, who you like, who you don't like, what matches um, you're looking forward to, who you think is going to win, whatever. We want to hear it, comment it, it'll help us out, and we'll reply to it. We'll give you our thoughts, and if you if you comment, we'll talk about it on the show, too. We want to give everybody's voice a, a platform here. So uh, thank you for listening. Again, I know this was a bit jumbled with the beginning of me trying to figure out uh, nights and everything, but uh, we got through it so thank you um oh and just to give an update i guess before i run off of here of our uh points here so coming out of knights oh no i can't because i (laughs) um i can give you the breakdown for for the points for knights three and four i can't give you the overall because i've already added it up for uh, night five but uh night three uh, we had Rob finish in the lead with four matches correct. Myself and Ryan finished with three correct. Joey and Angelo tied with two correct. And the nights four, um, we had myself and Ryan finish with four correct. Rob and Joey with three and Angelo with two. So um, when we get to nights five and six, we'll go over the actual overalls. And then we'll be caught up and we'll be good to go. I uh, just fell a little behind this weekend. But thank you for bearing with me. If you enjoyed this, please share it on Twitter, share it on Reddit, share it with your friends, your family, whoever. Just share the podcast, share the video, and uh, I'll talk to you in the next one. So uh, thank you for listening, and I appreciate all the support.